When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Complex. And today we're talking to actress, producer, and director Eva Longoria about her latest directorial film, Flaming Hot. Flaming Hot tells the real life story of Richard Montañez, whose drive and dedication saw him rise up the ranks at Frito-Lays as he helped establish Flaming Hot Cheetos, the snack that disrupted the food industry and became a global pop culture phenomenon. Montañez went from being a janitor to becoming an executive at Frito-Lays and experienced a level of success that exceeded even his wildest imagination. He became a role model for Mexican-Americans who finally had a hero of their own, a man from the same background, roots, and poverty who faced the same discrimination and racism and showed them that the American dream can become a reality. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a bag of flaming Hot Cheetos. They are good they may not be good for you but they certainly taste good and they're in stores like everywhere i have never gone into a store and not seen a bag of flaming hot cheetos for a variety of different prices and a variety of different sizes and the interesting thing about this film is that it tells the harrowing journey of a man who went from rags to riches with just a a recipe and and a goal in mind And that's pretty amazing. In this episode, Eva Longoria and I discuss why stories like this and stories about culture are important to see now more than ever in film and television. And in addition, we talk about the collaborative process and how a film like this came together. Now, if you like what you hear on today's podcast, be sure to review, like, and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. And with that said, let's get into the discussion. Metal, metal, Mr. Richard Montañez. I'm the guy who helped bring the world the most popular snack it's ever seen. Are you ready? I will. I've been ready. All right, all right. It was a little bit more like this. I, you know, was in high school when, you know, Desperate Housewives was on television and it was a big deal for us to see a woman of color on a show like that. This is like a full circle moment for me. Oh, thank you. And here we are with a film. I was just saying, here we are. Look at us. I'm at a trade. You got a film. I mean, look at us. I, I, I'm so excited for you um, to sort of stretch your directing chops. Um, is that something you've always wanted to pursue, especially, you know, at the time where, you know, you were working on this sort of popular soap opera and you're like, you know what? I want more for my career than just this. Yeah, for sure. I, um, I, people think I'm an actor turned director, but I've always been a producer director that fell mm-hmm. into, and when I moved to Hollywood, I, I, I was an extra for a hundred years. Um, and I was a PA and I was an mm-hmm. eight. I was, I really, wow. I really like, I did, uh, I was a PA for live events and then mm-hmm. I, my way up to ADing, you know, these live events. And so I really understood behind the scenes and how, things worked. And then I got acting gigs and I, then I, that took off, but I always wanted to be behind the camera. And 
I really use Desperate Housewives as my film school, you know, mm-hmm. I paid attention to where the cameras went, where the lights went, the blocking, the lenses, you know, and I asked questions. I was super curious. I was super annoying. Um, and mm-hmm. for me, yeah, I, it, this is like a definitely natural evolution for, for me. You know, it's not surprising to me. And what is it about Richard's story with Flaming Hot? I mean, besides the obvious that it's a really important part of, of sort of, it's a really important business story, but also it's, it's, it's an immigrant story. It's, it's a learning story. It's about collaboration, but what is it that drew you to this sort of story and was like, you know what, this is, this is a project that I'm going to sort of stretch my abilities on. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting because, you know, I've been directing for a decade and I've really touched every rung of the ladder. You know, I mm-hmm. started short film and then I, uh, started doing episodic TV and mm. I did an hour, I did one hour, I did drama, I did comedy, I did mm. single cam, I did multicam, I did mm. small pilots, I did big pilots, I did documentaries, I did like mm. the natural evolution. And it seems like, oh, this is obvious. I'm going to direct a feature. But I really, I had no, not no desire. I just, I love the medium of television and, right. and I am happy there. <laughs> and it, the story came along and I, and I knew it was special. Um, for, for, for two things, which was, you know, I was like, wow, this guy, this guy's Mexican-American like me. Mm-hmm. And I never heard this story. Like, that's a problem. Right. Should, at least in my community, know that we have a hero in corporate America and business. We don't know that that's possible in fortune companies. Why do we should know that? And then also I knew I had a superpower for, for this, um, uh, particular story i knew this was like in my wheelhouse i was like i know this community i know this movie uh and i know the impact it could have uh on my community because hollywood defines what heroes look like and they never look like us right they never look like richard they're never brown they're never you know with an accent so uh for me i was like this is an opportunity to create a hero that looks like me that looks like my dad that sounds like Mm -hmm. my and I, I didn't take that lightly. So from in the my pitch to the to, to searchlight, when I pitched it, I told them it was going to be this movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, you don't understand the jewel of a story you have and the impact that mm-hmm. this will have on my community and the impact it will have regarding representation in front of a camera. And that's exciting and important. Flaming Hot Cheetos is like a part of the cultural zeitgeist right now. So I I think that it was a smart move to say, let's get a story like this out here because everybody eats hot Cheetos. Like it is, it is such a popular thing, especially, you know, in New York where I grew up, you know, that's like people's food of choice. That (laughs) bacon, egg and cheese or chopped cheese and some hot Cheetos. So I tell Frito-Lay, hey, you may make, Flaming Hot Cheetos, but the Latino community owns the brand. Period. Yeah. That's just that's just the way it is. And and what I what I like about the film is um it's very character centric. It's it's a character study, so to speak. It's not necessarily about the business, but it's about this family um discovering this thing and working together to materialize it. And as a producer, director, how did you 
sort of manifest what the story would look like that you would shoot. You wear so many different hats. So I'm assuming you have to think in so many different avenues. And how does that work? How do you find the the balance and all of that? Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, when you present um, to the studio your vision, like the when you, I'm trying to get the job as a director, I the movie you saw is the pitch I did and, and searchlight when I finished the movie and it was out, they go, wow, we can't believe the movie you pitched is a movie you made. That's mm-hmm. very, that, that happens because a lot of things, you know, production, budget, casting, you know, available. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I had such a clear vision of what this movie was and could be. And when I was building my deck, I had to convey that to them and I didn't have the body of work to prove I could get the job. And I did, I couldn't get the job because I didn't have the body of work. Mm-hmm. So I was like, just believe me that it's going to be like this. I, it's going to be like this and we're going to have fantasy sequences. It's going to be his voice. It's going to be, it's going to be funny, but man, is it going to have heart and is it, it's going to be authentic. And it, and I, it's hard to convey that when you don't have the body of work to prove you can do the job. And so when I was pulling comps, um, you know, in my in my presentation of like, what would this movie look like? Like name a movie that exists mm. that it would probably feel like. And I couldn't name one. I couldn't name one movie that this, I couldn't point to a Latino story because we don't have them. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, okay, well, you know, it's a little Scorsese in, in, in point of view and, a little McKay, Adam McKay in, in my journalistic approach. It's very Ron Howard with the heart, mm. all of Ron's movies. Um, and in shooting style, I, I, of course, it's Spielberg. Like, I, I love, you know, these sweeping wides that turn into coverage. That did. Mm. So I was like pulling from the best filmmakers out there, but there wasn't a comp I had from my own community. Mm-hmm. And so I literally told them, I go, well, this movie hasn't been made yet. But now it's made. And so now we have a comp for future future uh, directors, you know. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, what you said made me think about something. And I hear this story often where it's like there's a woman who has to struggle and prove that she can make something of nothing. Quote unquote. I'm sure it's, you know, a harrowing experience to have been successful with getting that done, but going through that process, it's not easy and it could be frustrating and do a lot of pissing you off. How do you go about protecting yourself when, when you're going through these different trials and tribulations and the red tape, when you're trying to get projects you believe in that there's nothing to compare it to because it doesn't exist. Well, that's the, that's the key. I don't know how I did it. Um, I will say I had an amazing producer in Devon Franklin. Mm-hmm. Devon believed in me so much that he fought for me. He knew I had this vision. I mean, it was a, it was a, definitely a belief that he had. I, I didn't have proof to show him either other than my passion and my, and my preparation. I mean, I will say I 
prepared and I and I the the pitch that I gave to Searchlight was three months in the making. I I had a sizzle reel. I had a graphic designer. I had I pulled real footage. I had an actor do a scene. I had like I pull I did everything. I had to leave it all on the table. I had to be undeniable. I had to be an undeniable choice. I knew mm. I could on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if, if I if it was between me and somebody else, because we were kind of similar, I knew I wouldn't get it. I had to be undeniably chosen um, as the director. Like, nope, there there's only one movie, mm. with her movie. Um, so yeah, but but having a producer like Devon Franklin was key and crucial, and he really did all the legwork in setting this movie up. I, I mean, I didn't go find this and have to find a studio and find financing and find like that's. of the battle, by the way, Mm. Devon did that. Devon Franklin met Richard said, I'm going to tell your story. Uh, You know, Richard's a man of faith. Devon is a man of faith. Um, And uh, when, you know, Devon met me and he said he knew I was the director when I walked in, um, there was a belief in him that, that just carried us through every obstacle, you know, fighting for my DP, fighting for my department head choices, fighting for more money for the budget, fighting for the marketing fight like that. You need a good producer in, in, in that role, because that's their job is to fight for your choices. And I'm so blessed that I had a man like Devon Franklin and there's a beauty in it because, you know, Devon being black me being Brown, there was a unity Mm -hmm. that was unspoken, but felt and it comes across in the film too. And it's and it's representative in the film, like Clarence and Richard in the film, which is a very true story. Mm. Um, the real man was named Julius, but um, to have you know Dennis Haysbert's character and and Jesse and Richard, you know, unite and go, you know what? Yeah, we should pull each other up. That's exactly mm. what and I felt with our relationship. Like we, what do you need? And I said, what do you need? You know, and really, you know, we got to help each other succeed because we're taught as people of color and as specifically as women, there's only one seat at the table. So if that seat is held by, by a minority, mm. there's a bit of holding on to it and shoving everybody away. Mm-hmm. This is my seat. And so that's, you know, the opposite of how Devon and I functioned was, wow, there's room for everybody. Let's bring mm. everybody with us. One of the other things that I like is I really like the the performances, um, how authentic it comes across. You get to know this family. Like, I guess what I'm saying is there's a lens, a specific lens that you lent to directing this project. And I want to know how much of your family, your experiences or whatever went into making sure that that was what we saw in front of the camera. Oh, so much. You know, I have a master's in Chicano studies. Um, Carrie Washington's a really good friend of mine. And she, when she watched the film, she watched it early. She said, wow, your academia shines through. Like, see the history lessons in my shooting. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want it to be a history lesson. <laughs> and I need to include it. And that's why mm-hmm. McKay was a big influence on it because he's, you know, his journalistic approach of setting the table for for the time of his movies, whether it's about Vice President, you know, Cheney or the housing crisis. He's kind of like, this is what was happening at the time, blah, 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 and blah. Moves on with the story. But he does feel like, look, if you don't if you don't know that this is this is the context in which we're telling the story. And that happened with me uh, in in, you know, there's a little Chicano montage at the right. top 
look, you got to you got to know. In the 70s, we were being shipped off to Vietnam. We were having extreme police brutality. Mm-hmm. We were being discriminated against in schools and having inequity in, in education. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to like, a lot of people don't understand the Mexican-American Chicano struggle that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had to set the table for the audience to, to go, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And then, and then we move on. You know, I don't want to hit people over the head with it, but at the same time, I don't want to, um, I think you need that context. Yeah, I was going to say, it gives people context into the world that they that they are stepping into. Um, the recipe, though, you know, I did, I guess I didn't realize what the recipe really was because I, you know, I just pick up hot Cheetos and just eat. And, you know, you know, and so there's this like, you know, there's really a cool sort of series of scenes where it's like, discovering the little pieces that'll sort of go into this this recipe was there anything surprising that you found out about the making of hot cheetos that sort of surprised you um no we know we don't focus too much on the recipe because a food chemist we never say richard's the food chemist he him and judy did come up with samples that they did Mm. to uh roger and rico um i think what surprised me was the actual ingredients. You <laughs> 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 made were like cilantro, garlic, ajo, cebolla, <laughs> you know, chiles. And then you look at the back, the packaging, it's definitely not any of those things. Yeah. Um, so we, we say that because it says, well, there was two, there's two different approaches to the recipe, right? Mm-hmm. Like authentic, it's in our DNA. Chile is mm-hmm. in our and then there's the shelf stable, you know, uh, two years of research and development that it takes companies to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to show that juxtaposition because, again, you know, Frito-Lay may make them, but it's the Latino community of which this is inspired. From. Mm-hmm. Right. You, know, you have to give credit where credit is due. What do you hope audiences get out of watching Flaming Hot? When people are watching, what do you hope that they grasp and take away from it? Well, I hope they're inspired because I do think this story um, crosses cultural lines. I mean, I do. It is about us and by us mm-hmm. um, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you know? so I think that um, I want people to feel inspired. This is also a feel good movie. And we haven't had one of those in a very long time. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. I feel like everything I watch gives me anxiety. I'm just like, right. like Oh my gosh. Um, and so uh, for me, um, I, I want I knew how I wanted people to feel after hearing this story, seeing the story and, you know, the tears, the laughter, mm-hmm. kind of a, a surprising, refreshing look at our community, maybe a little bit of education, you know, um, but mostly I, I would hope for people to be inspired to look at this man and go, shit, if he went through all of that and survived, not only survived, but thrived in spite of imagine what I can do. I really was excited to talk to you about, you know, your filmmaking process, because I feel like we don't talk to directors of color enough about their process and what it's like to film something. So thank you for sharing that and sort of giving me the ins and outs of what that experience was like for you. I really appreciate you coming on the scene to scene podcast. And I I was like, guys, I want to do scene to scene. I told my team, I was like, you guys have such great conversations. And thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Yeah. We're, 
I don't engage in like tabloid stuff. I, I, that's not for me. Um, I find that kind of boring. I want to know what people are doing. I want to know what people are thinking. And, you know, there's so many talented people. We we should have conversations that tap into that and just conversations as human beings. Um, wow. So thank you so much for, for, for that, uh, that compliment. And again, big fan of your work and big fan of you being outspoken. You always have been. It's always been something that that the community has looked out for um you got it going on and i just got to tell people don't sleep on eva longoria because she got a master's degree and she's a director and she's a producer and she was part of our childhoods so don't sleep don't sleep (laughs) (laughs) so don't sleep and you lifting us up because if it's not for you know every every journalist every podcast any any outlet that can scream from the mountaintops look what's happening over here that's Mm. it's important it's part of the process it's part of the project so thank you for being part of our project and I, i recommend people watch flaming hot it's a really good sort of double feature with Ben Affleck's air. Um, it's a double dose of inspiration, um, especially like you said, with the content being so anxiety inducing. Again, thank you so much. And I hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. Thank you.